Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, Rob Popplestone and Sam Watson talking sport. What uh, probably sounds like us on a boat, as Brenton Jones pointed out, he's actually just said Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, a windy, We'd very windy Wonthaggy. We'd be getting less wind on a boat at the moment. <laughs> Truly, you look around and it appears to be a slight breeze, but as Brenton Jones pointed out, it sounds like we're on a boat. We're doing our best. We're talking sport as we do every week, and one of our regulars is a really great guy, Bo Vernon. Bo Vernon joins us right now. Hey, Bo, how are you going? Yeah, good, Rob. Good, Sam. Is, is that you guys? I thought it was um, my end uh, making the wind, so I'm happy. I'm happy it's you guys, not me. <laughs> you at uh, you at little athletics this morning, Bo? Yeah, yeah, little ass this morning. So uh, yeah, I was just taking the under sixes and under sevens for oh, a few fantastic. events. Good, good fun, actually. They were great days, great days with the athletics. All, all good fun. In fact, a great foundation for whatever sport you choose to play. Great for uh, great for the kids to learn what it's all about. I, I really love those days and love my children getting involved in little athletics. How are yours going? They're going all right. We've spoken about them a couple oh. of times. Yeah, I've only got my daughter. She's only one old, older, old enough, sorry, to to do it. So yes, she's running around with a big smile on her face, running the races, looking at everyone, and uh, yeah, just cruising along and, and all that. Yeah, but it's uh, I did I did athletics when I was younger. I used to love coming down and getting involved, and yeah, I felt like it held me in good stead for my my sporting career as well. Yeah, what what was your sport as a as a kid at athletics? What was your what was your events? I won a few state medals in um, long jump and high jump, and oh, really? yeah, as, uh, yeah, as I got older, yeah, probably the four hundred would be yeah. my type of distance. Yeah, for running you, as well. So well, yeah, well, what what height were what what height you, babe? Because you don't come across as a really like you know you look at high jumpers uh, in yeah, particular. Yeah, yeah. You just had a great Collingwood, look about you. Yeah, Collingwood, Collingwood six footer, I'd reckon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah you, you, so. you see some great photos on social media of, and, and we're going to chat about Ash Barty. But you see some great photos of Ash Barty when she was a little tacker. Looked, she looks to be seven or eight years old holding a trophy, and who would have known at that stage that she was going to be one of the world's best? But she's become one of the world's best, and she seems to be in a really good place at the moment, and probably on top of a game boat. Oh, how good is she as an athlete? Yeah. Like this is a role model to. I think to younger kids coming through, but just the general population itself, like how she conducts herself, how she holds herself, and and you know, I know she does a bit with Ben Crow, and I'm not sure if you guys are too familiar with Ben Crow, no. um, but um, yeah, he works, yeah, he works with her and Dylan Alcott, Trent Cochin, Richmond Footy Club, and mm-hmm. you know, some some really good athletes that you know they. The big thing is like like human being before human doing so who you are as a person is far more important than what you achieve in in your life um so yeah i just really you know and ash barty comes across like that it's just more important about who she is as a person and obviously she wants to go well with her tennis and do well there and she trains extremely hard for that but it doesn't define her as, as a person and 
um, yeah, I think it's similar to you know, even you know, say local level. Just because you're one of the best players doesn't mean you're you're a great bloke. And um, I think that being a great person far more important than how good you are at certain things or, or what you achieve. Now, now to a regular sports fan, a mindset coach would would sound pretty baffling. I would have thought. Bo, can you give us an insight into what somebody like Ben Crow would do with uh, with Ash Barty in terms of coaching? Yeah, um, well, I think it'd be just talking about who she is as a person, who she wants to be, um, you know, where she wants to get to and then how, how do you get there, but then also just embracing her for who she is and and not needing to be someone else. Um, so, you know, like I know one of these things is embrace embrace your weird um, and, and like who you are as a person. And, um, yeah, I, I think certain things like that, I've actually just signed up to one of his courses, okay. which I'm looking to do. Um, now I haven't actually started. I only signed up, yeah, a couple of days ago and I'm being a bit busy with work. So, yeah, I'll look to start that over the next couple of days and, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it, actually. Though I, I ask this question with the greatest respect because you've been confronted with one of the, you know, the biggest hurdles in life, you know, a, a talented young sportsman that has to confront, uh, you know, now being in a wheelchair. And I, I wonder what your mindset was like at that point, you know, getting through that point, and I, I know you've probably spoken about it before, and I've, I've, I haven't, I don't know of what you went through, but I'd be interested to know how you got through it and how your mindset played a role in becoming the person you are today. Much respected and very successful. Yeah, um, yeah, I suppose, um, yeah, people look at my situation and go, you know, it'd be really hard, and it, no doubt it was hard, but, you know, you look at my, I look at my life now, I've got a fantastic life and um so many good things in it and yeah i don't have a couple of things um you know like the use of my legs and and fingers and stuff like that but i um i have so many so many good things and sometimes i think it's a little bit easier for me because someone you know just knows that you would have challenges that you'd face through this situation but every single person has their own challenges unique to themselves that they um you know like struggle with and have different things going on and and sometimes that can be harder because it's not a visual a visual thing that you can see so um yeah just on that but anyway in terms of my mindset and how i went through like geez community support was a huge one for me um yeah you know uh, motivating one motivating factor a big motivating factor for me was the amount of support i received and messages and fundraisers and different things and my way to say thank you was just to make the most of my life and and then I suppose I had a moment five weeks after her myself where I just like I, I literally couldn't do anything. I just sat there and cried uncontrollably, and it was like, well, do I want to sit there and cry the rest of my life and feel sorry for myself, um, or do I want to try and make the most of what I've got and live the best life I can I can live? And you know, um, it's not like you click your fingers and then it all all of a sudden happens. Um, you know, you have your ups and downs along the way, but. That was a big moment in my life to go, fuck, I don't want to sit here and just do nothing my whole life and, and feel sorry for myself. I want to still try and feel that joy, happiness and contribute to the world. Yeah, and, and you've certainly achieved that. And, and I think that, that sort of mindset is, is sort of, you know, you, you've, you've, you've given that to the people that plan to you because everyone we talk to that's had an association with you has the greatest respect, and, and they respect you as the person you you are, and and don't see 
your disability. And and, and I've, I've had that conversation with so many people since we had our first chat of, a few weeks ago. But, I mean, that for anyone who loves sport, being respected by your peers is, is probably the most important thing that you can take out of your association with anything. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, respect is so important and um, yeah, very fortunate, like whether it be at Lane Gaffer or Phil Boland, um, yeah. had great people involved at the involved at the club and, um, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, we're good communities and um, great people and it's good places to be around and it's pretty easy to coach when, you, when you've got that. So, But in terms of my situation, a lot of people quite often ask, well, what are the... Um, yeah, difficulties of coaching in a wheelchair and I think the number one thing in coaching is relationships and, and that respect and um, and different things there so I find it actually easier coaching in a wheelchair than if I wasn't because I feel like I've got that respect off people um, through going through what me and my family have had to go through um, through you know the quadriplegia and stuff like that. Yeah, and talking about coaching, I guess the most recently controversial or most discussed coach, at least, has been Justin Langer. And you compare, you know, old school type coaching and more modern day thinking coaching. What are your thoughts uh, from afar on Justin Langer's predicament, but just on coaching in general? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's a unique situation, isn't it? Because yeah. I don't know from the from afar, it looks like far out the culture's turned around at, um, within the team and looks like the players play for each other and a unity and the energy that they bring compared to say yeah England and I remember seeing um, I've got a mental blank on the keeper's name drop a catch and Joe Burns yeah. Uh, scary. yeah, yeah um, Joe Root sorry is um, right next to him and did not look at him did not say a word and I'm like that bloke feels so small right now and the captain's not even getting over to him. Where Australia, I felt like there was just so much energy and um, got around each other and and generated wickets and runs through that uh, that I thought it looked like a great culture. So yeah, I'm a bit yeah. bit unsure of what the ins and outs of it is. But when you look watching Australia play cricket, it's it's uh, it looks pretty amazing. It looks like they're enjoying that cricket. It looks like there's good unity. It looks good connection and it looks like good people. So yeah. It's um, it's a weird one, isn't it? What are your thoughts? Oh, look, I'm not sure too. I, I think what what it is 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 a is a conflict of exactly what we sort of were talking about, the old and the new. I, fr- from afar, mm. you sort of get bits and pieces, and he's become a bit of a micro manager. And you know, uh, I, I think I think good sides. And we talked about this earlier with um, Troy Makepeace. There was a there's a there seems to be a bit of a spontaneity. Uh, about those playing for the Australian cricket team, a real good unity between the team. And then you've got a coach who, off-field, wants to probably manage, micromanage a little bit closer. You know, where are you going? What are you doing? Do you want to be out too late? Are you drinking too much? Um, up against the Could side that's performing Could you be going to a well. restaurant? Yeah. Could you be yeah. going to a restaurant getting COVID? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it it's, it's a really tough situation and probably coaching, it seems, and I don't really understand coaching in cricket so much, Bo, but, you know, it, it seems that coaching in cricket isn't as important as coaching in a football. There's not that there's not that control over a team that you have in other sports. Yeah, it does seem very... Um Player, players have a have a very big say um, yeah. at a like management level. It seems like you know, like I feel like 
in terms of the way we want to play and the way we want to do that, that, yeah, I don't know, players have a big say in the teams that I'm involved in. I just see myself as a facilitator, but it feels like they're, they're making decisions to the board and, and all this sort of stuff as well. I don't, yeah, um, compared I don't, to other I don't know how I'd go as a coach, Bo, and I don't know how you'd go as a coach if the players were telling me what to do and what they wanted. I don't reckon it works that way in our sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, um, for me personally, I feel like yeah, you, I listen to that, and you know, um, yeah, you have those relationships where you can sure. have those conversations and um, work together as a group to get the best possible outcome. So yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's, it's weird in cricket though. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens or unfolds this week with Justin Lamb. Mm. Maybe when we we get a decision, then uh, you and I and Sammy can have a chat about it in the in the next week or the yeah. week after. It'd be weird if he gets appointed appointed coach as well. Like, how does he how does he feel towards the players? Uh, yeah, if he does get appointed coach as well, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you feel as though if he did get appointed now, there's going to be that conflict between players and coach. So, yeah, uh, I think he's on, I think he's on a bit of a hiding to nothing. A bit like us yeah. down here at Wonthaggy at the moment in the wind. <laughs> hey, hey Bo, mate, right. thanks for making the time again this morning. Uh, good luck to your daughter at Little Athletics and uh, can't wait to have a chat with you next week. Yeah, cheers, Rob and Sam. All the best. Doing a great job, fellas.